Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 5 of Nebraska Soccer Talk. I'm your host, Joe Cleary. On today's episode, we have another recruiting roundup, some scores and schedules from University of Nebraska Omaha Soccer, and the premiere of a new segment. We also have a very fun interview with three current Nebraska Husker women's soccer players. It's a great episode. I hope you enjoy. If you are interested in becoming a sponsor for the Nebraska Soccer Talk podcast or website, please reach out to NebraskaSoccerTalk at gmail.com. If you are one of our loyal listeners and would like to support, click the link in the episode description for more information. We are going to kick this week's episode off with my interview with Husker women's soccer players Katie Stoneburner, Regan Robbie, and Gwen Lane. This was a really fun interview, and I can't wait to have them back on after their season is over. Without further ado, this is Katie, Reagan, and Gwen. All right, today I'm excited to welcome on three Husker women's soccer players, Gwen Lane, Katie Stoneburner, and Reagan Robbie. Welcome, ladies. Thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate uh, Gwen and Reagan getting talked into something again by Katie, I'm sure. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just watched from Katie's vlog videos. It just looks like you are all sometimes willing participants, but sometimes unwilling participants. Yeah, basically. That's pretty much how it goes. So basically how this interview got set up was I had watched, I, I'm Facebook friends with Katie's dad. And <laughs> then I watched all, I've watched all your videos that you posted. And then I, uh, messaged your dad and was like, Hey, I'd love to have Katie on the podcast. Cause Nebraska player playing for the Nebraska Huskers and, um, would be cool to share. And he got me connected with you. And then you're like, Hey, can my teammates come on? I was like, absolutely. So here we are. So how's, uh, how's it being back at school and being back at training? It's been good. I mean, I think we're just all grateful to be here just cause even in the summer and fall, we were just lucky to be there. And like with all of our seasons being canceled, we're happy we're actually playing games soon, so. Absolutely, and, and how's school going? Uh, we just started this week, well. Monday. Yeah, Monday. Okay. <laughs> it's hard to keep track of days right now, right? Um, is, it, is it online? Are you all online? Mostly, we have a few in-person classes, but like I've never been to an in-person class here yet. I don't know if you have. I I do on Fridays. Yeah, it's I just, just like have recitations and stuff. Yeah, okay. or like labs and things like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very cool. So, um, in the fall, obviously there wasn't a season, and but you still were able to go to school and still had practice. Um, and just from the videos, it looked like you still had a decent time considering everything going on. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We still got to practice and stuff. So and and I, and I think the fun the most fun thing seeing on the vlog was when you all first got there. I think everyone was excited for preseason. Um what did it feel like those first couple of days meeting everyone and getting into practice and everything like that? 
It's a little nerve-wracking. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got there early June. Like we were supposed to go, I think June 7th, and we ended up going June 1st so we could like quarantine and get tested and stuff. So we've been here a while. We were waiting a season and like we thought we would get our schedule at the end of the summer, and then we thought we'd get it in the fall, and then everything just kept getting canceled. But <laughs> it was nice in the summer. We slowly got into we had summer classes that so that like um we have a summer bridge program that like yeah. helps us get acclimated to classes and yeah, soccer. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, so I've I've been lucky enough to take a tour of the Nebraska facilities, some of the best in the country. What is each of your favorite part of the facility or of like the maybe like the amenities that you get? The cold tubs. <laughs> No, that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, probably Hibner. Yeah. I think Hibner, like our stadium is just like top notch. Like I think it's pretty cool. I mean, our weight room's really nice. Um, well, we're practicing in Cook right now because Hawks, I think football is using Hawks, and we're trying to stay as separate as possible. So, okay. Yeah. But it's nice to have it's nice to have that opportunity to have two different facilities, right? Yeah. But we haven't sure. even used all of our like facilities. Like we haven't been able to use the locker room or anything. So mm -hmm. yeah, some stuff we haven't really gotten to use. Okay, so shifting gears a little bit, talk a little bit about some of the things that I've seen on the, the vlog videos. The first thing that popped up that I'd never seen before was these pickle popsicles. Did you get those from the school or did someone make those or yeah so our nutritionist lisa she like makes the pickle pop pickle popsicles and they're good for like recovery i guess yeah, yeah. Like, like cramps that. too cramps. Yeah. yeah so it's like pickle juice and then there's like a whole pickle kind of in the middle of it <laughs> uh -huh. but i like them i, I, I don't like them i just don't <laughs> like pickles I'm so not, I'm not a fan. they were really like some, strong some people I love them but some people yeah, that's not yeah they get I feel like my girlfriend would like them because she doesn't even let me throw out the pickle juice after the like we've emptied the pickle jar. She's like, I'm gonna drink that. And I'm like, that is weird. So um and then then you know it was kind of I think the cool part about the videos, and I would really recommend anyone who's listening to check it out because the one thing that made me laugh and smile is as a coach, college coach, I got to see my team in a different light than maybe other people would. Mm -hmm. And I think in your videos we get to see all of you in kind of a more personal light instead of like Nebraska Husker players. Like it's just Gwen, Katie and Reagan and having fun and laughing and kind of being silly, but you also get to meet some of your other teammates and one of your teammates who makes me laugh purely out of her lack of enjoyment of some of the things you do is, is Sydney, right? Sid, who you refer to as the mom. So first of all, what makes her the mom of the team? That So I have two part question. What makes her the mom of the team? If you could answer that and then I have my follow up for you. Honestly, she looks the oldest and she kind of just acts the oldest. Yeah. <laughs> she kind of just like takes care of everyone. She like makes sure like, did you eat today? Did you go to bed early? Like yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> okay, and then my follow up question is, why do you torture her so much then? <laughs> can take it <laughs> she, she's very dramatic so we kind of like the reaction she gives yeah, us yeah that's funny all okay yeah. that's fair um and what's it been like having uh the opportunity to play with someone from england uh <laughs> eleanor eleanor that's cool i mean we just like ask her questions like random questions about england and we'll be like well do an american accent or like what's this like in england or like just how different things are it's been cool i think so. she's gonna hate me for saying this but actually yesterday <laughs> oh she had to fill up her water bottle 
she's like, and we're just like, oh, just go to the drinking fountain and fill it up. And she goes, how do I work this? And so Audra, some of our other, um, one of our other teammates had a helper. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, the, I, I heard her American accent on one of your videos and yeah. every, every English player I've ever coached or worked with or whatever, they always go to like the Western or like very like Southern accent that they try and do. And that she, she did that about as, you know, well as you would have expected. So um, what's been the toughest part about um, your freshman year? I mean, like no one has had a freshman year quite like this. What has been the toughest part for you? I think for me, well, like, cause I got here last spring. And so like, That's I was right. playing, I'm playing games like in like almost a whole year ago today. And so then like, once that got canceled, then it was just kind of like the, like everything getting pushed back and like the uncertainty. Yeah. And then like, then for them in the summer, like we thought we'd get our schedule and then like suddenly we couldn't train as much. And then like, it just kept on like changing and there's like no consistency. Yeah. So I feel like that's been like the hardest for me at least. And yeah. just like COVID in general, is just made it hard because we haven't gotten to meet as many people like other freshmen from other sports and stuff like that. And we just have to be extra careful. So extra testing yeah. stuff yeah. that we have to like think about. And we the, the, sorry, go ahead, Gwen. Sorry, uh, we worked really hard in the summer for honestly no games. So mm -hmm. like, we need a reward in the end now. <laughs> yeah, so, that's so true. A hundred percent. I that was I think the hardest part for our team at Wayne State. Obviously the inconsistency or the unknown, but then working really hard and not getting that reward. And then on top of obviously Reagan, you were gonna miss the high school season already, but then you two didn't get your kind of senior year stuff either. So it, it, that kind of mm -hmm. stinks as well. And um, but uh, now you said COVID in general, obviously, Katie, you've had your own little battle with COVID and the aftermath of that. Have either of you two been unfortunate to have COVID? I, no, I haven't had it. No. Okay. Yeah, we've been lucky. Our team yeah. in general, I think, has gotten pretty lucky. I think we've only had seven players test positive. So. And for like most other sports, at least, like I think have had way more than that. Yeah. So yeah it's, it's hard. It, it, it's hard. Like our, I think every team has been trying to be pretty careful, but at the end of the day, you still spend so much time around each other and you're just, it's just, it's going to be hard to avoid. So, um, but it's good to hear that you're mostly staying healthy. Katie, are you going to be full go here as the season gets started or what's the, what's the latest with that? I don't really know the timeline right now, but I got cleared January 1st to start like resuming workouts again. So I got to start running around then. And so I've just been doing like Pretty much I just do fitness while they have practice and then afterwards perfect I'll, yeah so then afterwards I'll do some soccer stuff and then I still live with them but I'm honestly not really sure what the timeline is right now okay. just because it's such like an unknown thing like I don't know anyone else who has had it so it's just like I can't even ask anyone like how long did this take you like there's just no one to ask so okay yeah week, week so we'll see yeah, I saw in your, I saw in the vlog, that was the thing you talked about is it's not like an ACL or, or an ankle sprain or a concussion. Like it's something that very few people have experienced. And so you're kind of going through it without yeah. a lot of knowledge, you know, mm -hmm. other than what you're experiencing. Um, one thing that made me scared as a coach when I was, a, when I was watching your videos was, well, there was the video part where you were all screaming about the spider. If you remember that part, 
That was us three, actually. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I cringed, and I'm not even your coach, and I cringed when Gwen was walking away and Reagan just jumps on her back, and I'm like, oh, that's an injury waiting to happen. And... That was funny. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm like oh man that's how injuries happen but no um so what is have they told you what the latest is as far as this upcoming season are, are people going to be able to come and watch you in, at Hibner or um have they not been able to tell you we haven't like heard for sure but like what other sports are doing it sounds like for most sports, it's like each player gets four um, tickets that they can um, like give to family or whoever. And then I think away games, it might be like two as of right now, but I'm not for sure. Exactly. Okay. You haven't really heard, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully you're able to at least have family, family at your games, just because it's hard enough playing in front of uh, very few fans, but it's hard when your family can't come and watch, especially with you three, because you have family that are all close so and probably one of the reasons that you wanted to stick around and play so so are you I I know that all of you are high school players from here are did you all were you all born and raised in Nebraska yeah I was born in California but I moved here when I was like three so I've lived here pretty much my whole life yeah and I was born in Phoenix Arizona but then I moved here when I was really little so Okay. So, so is it like, I think when, so I, when I was younger, I grew up in North Dakota, but I grew up a Nebraska Husker football fan. And before I realized that I was not going to be near fast enough, big enough or athletic enough to play for the football team, I always dreamed of being on the Nebraska football team. How cool is it to be able to represent like the state and to be able to play for the Huskers like that? Like for me, that would have been a big deal as, as a younger, like a little kid for you. Is this something that you dreamed about or has this just been something that like it happened later in life and you're just excited about it? <laughs> I feel like we all like grew up, like everybody in the state loves Nebraska. So just to, like be able to represent a school like this is just like super special. And yeah. yeah, and I know like for me, like I went to, like when I was younger, I went to all the like little girl camps and stuff like that. And like our teams were ball girls for like, yes. um, oh my for God, the Huskers. And so it's crazy that like we were the ball girls and now we're like the ones actually playing on the field yeah. and stuff. That is really cool. And that, and I think that that's also just a cool story in general. And I, I love how many Nebraska players the Huskers do have on the team because I think that gives a lot of the younger players around the state they can look up to to you three and your other teammates and say like someday I can be there and I think for them to hear that hey I was once a ball girl for them and now I'm playing for them is a really cool transition and a really cool story so um I guess Katie what got you started on the deciding to make a vlog um, so in the summer, we would always just like hang out in our suites and we watched these YouTube videos of a girl named Kylie Ross and she was a soccer player at Baylor like last year and she made these vlogs and like we were all like, oh, we should do it. And they were like, Katie, you should do it. And I was like, I mean, I'll do it like whatever. And so then at first it kind of like I wanted to just I mostly do it just for the memories like because then we'll, we'll be seniors and then we'll be able to go back and watch and like see all these memories that we created and 
yeah, so it's just like, it's fun to just like capture all like the behind the scenes kind of things. So, and yeah. Katie already records all the time. <laughs> like constantly, she's just videoing everyone. Her phone is always up. If something happens, she's always she there. Has <laughs> yeah. So that yeah. so kind of helps. It kind of was a perfect fit. <laughs> yeah. So Gwen and Reagan, do you enjoy being a part of the vlogs or? Yeah. I, I like I, it. I like it. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like she's dragging me to it, but then, but then I end up liking it once I'm doing it. So it ends, it ends up being fun, probably yeah. like this, right? This was probably like, ah, uh, and then I hope it ends up being kind of fun at least. So, um, I've really enjoyed uh, having you on so far. Um, what do you, Katie? You kind of mentioned it earlier. Once you know we get through this time, you're obviously looking forward to meeting other athletes from other sports because that's a big deal, no matter what college you attend. Uh, what else are you looking forward to getting to experience in Lincoln and at Nebraska at the university and in soccer once we get through this? What what are some things that you've missed out on that you're really looking forward to to getting to do? A normal season where we can have like a lot of fans and stuff and like football games because those are obviously a big deal. And then we have a training table, which is like where we get our food from and we'll be at able to actually like go in there and eat like so far we just had to like pick it up which is nice to even be able to pick it up at this point but it'll be nice to be able to actually like eat in the stadium and stuff but I'm trying to think of I think one big thing will be when we can finally like use the locker rooms again oh, and yeah because it's kind of like a bonding thing for like the whole team like you just like hang out in there so then our too. soccer stuff is like stuck in our small dorm rooms and kind of like stinks it up sometimes <laughs> like it's just not pleasant yeah, it, it kind of becomes one of those things where you don't, I think probably not so much you three because you're new to the program, but I think a lot of college soccer players may take their locker room for granted. And mm -hmm. then when that's gone, both in the sense of having to keep your smelly soccer gear in the, in the dorm rooms, but also Reagan, you brought it up. I know that players I've coached at a variety of schools, the locker room was, was the locker room and the bus were like, were two key places where like a lot of fun memories are made and you kind of haven't had the opportunity to do that yet. So um, that's, that's good to hear and interesting to hear that those are the things that you're looking forward to. It's kind of those little things. So um, how, what are, what are the expectations this year for the season? I know it's a spring season, which is totally different for coaches and, and players, but what have, what is your, what have your coaches been talking about or what have the upperclassmen been talking about as far as what they want to get out of this spring? Um, John really emphasizes um, being strong on a fitness level, and we want to, you know, have a higher fitness level than higher fitness level than our opponents. So we want to beat them there, and then just like being competitive and trying to win as many games as we can. And I think obviously the goal is a Big Ten championship, and we obviously just want to get to the tournament. I think there's four teams this year. Is that right? I Oh, it might still be deciding, yeah. but obviously getting there is a big goal. Yeah, absolutely. And I, it sounds like, like talking to all the upperclassmen, like they're really excited. Cause I mean, for them too, like they've had a year off from like playing any games. And so they're really like excited and like ready and like competitive. And I feel like the whole atmosphere on our team is just like very competitive and like, it's like, it's good. Mm -hmm. We have a good team culture and yeah. team um, chemistry this year, I feel like. Yeah, I, I noticed that even, I know like, like those videos, it note, I noticed that you do, like, it seems like your group has fun. You, you laugh, you like to compete. Um, 
and and obviously you have a good coaching staff um, that helps you out and uh, you know nutritionists and strength coaches are always nice as well um, but uh, is there going to be a way for uh, fans to watch you play if they can't come like are, are you as there live streaming games is it on tv do you know um, yeah. well in the past it's always been on btn plus okay which i think you have to pay for i think you yeah. have to get like a subscription maybe but i yeah. i don't know if things would be different maybe this year yeah. just because like fans can't really come yeah. i would assume it'd be streamed but I'm, we still haven't really heard okay. so. Well, if it is on BTN Plus, hopefully people pay the five bucks a month or whatever it is to 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 watch you all play. Um, you know, I'll I already have BTN Plus to watch watch uh, other Husker sports, so I'll probably be tuning in. And um, just wanted to you know thank you again for coming on. Um, hopefully, we can have you three back on after the season. Yes, if that was that would be great, and we can get an update on how things are going and. Um, you know, hopefully, and I think you you did the right level of not throwing any of your teammates under the bus too much. Other than other than Eleanor might be embarrassed by not knowing how to work the water fountain, but <laughs> but um, again, thanks for coming on. I'm really excited to to air this interview. Um, really excited to be have a connection to the Nebraska program, and I look forward to watching you three and your teammates compete this this spring. Yeah, thank thanks you. for having yeah, us. Yeah, you're welcome. That was Katie Stoneburner, Reagan Robbie, and Gwen Lane from the Nebraska Husker soccer team. Be sure to give Nebraska soccer and the three of them a follow on social media. There will be a link to Katie's YouTube page in the podcast description. I highly recommend checking those videos out and subscribing to her channel. Reagan and Gwen make plenty of appearances in those videos as well. I want to thank those three ladies for coming on, and I can't wait to have them back on after the season. The Huskers open up their season at the University of Minnesota later this month. Before we get to our segments, a word from our sponsors. This week's recruiting roundup is brought to you by Sports Recruit USA. This week's recruiting roundup brings you three announcements. Goalkeeper Jaden Christ has announced his commitment to Buena Vista University. Christ competes in goal for Papio High School and Sporting Omaha. In 2019, he was one of the top high school goalkeepers in the state for total saves. Forward Hope Jensen announced her commitment to Division II program Rogers State University out of Claremore, Oklahoma. Hope competes for traditionally successful Lewis Central out of Council Bluffs and for Omaha United. Rogers State continues to make more of a recruiting appearance in Omaha, so they are definitely a program to watch out for. Finally, attacker Abdi Adan's commitment to the University of Nebraska Omaha was announced. Adan was one of the top attacking players in the state in 2019 before attending Iowa Western Community College this past year. In 2019, Adon scored 20-plus goals, earned multiple individual honors, and helped Omaha South to the state title. Reminder to tag us or send us your commitments at Nebraska Soccer Talk so we can acknowledge you on the show. Congratulations to Jaden, Hope, and Abdi on your commitments, and congratulations to the many individuals who signed this past week to their colleges. I also want to thank listener Ken Lackey for the feedback. At the end of this spring, we do plan on circling back to do a full recap of all 2021 commitments from this past school year. Nebraska produces a ton of good soccer players, and we want to make sure they are recognized properly. Once again, this week's scores and schedule segment is going to be heavily focused on the UNO Mavericks soccer programs. The UNO women's side were 1-0 winners over the University of South Dakota. 
University of Nebraska women continue to show signs of improvement from the 2019 season. Omaha natives played a big role in the Mavs scrimmage victory. Reagan Zimmers and Grace Ostergaard were cited as standout players, while Maddie Smith posted her second shutout in as many games in goal. A Marion High School graduate, Molly Saron, tallied an assist on the game's only goal. The University of Nebraska Omaha Mavericks begin conference play next weekend when they host South Dakota State. The University of Nebraska Omaha men's soccer team defeated Drake 2-1 in their exhibition this week. The UNO men's team begins conference play next Saturday when they play host to Denver. The scores and schedule segment is going to pick up here in the coming weeks, so please stay tuned for game recaps and team schedule updates. Our final segment today is also our newest segment, and that is Nebraska Soccer News. If you would like your club, team, program, or event featured in this segment in the future, please contact Chase Hutchison or myself. The Nebraska State Soccer Association is hosting a free Coaches Week of Education, February 22nd to the 26th. All sessions and presenters will be virtual. This is a great opportunity for coaches of all levels, and you can find a link to register for the event in the episode description. I have already registered, and I am really looking forward to this event. Doan University announced a new men's soccer coach. Tony Odoricio joins the Tigers after spending the past four years as head coach of Iowa Wesleyan. Odoricio took over a struggling Iowa Wesleyan program and transformed them into a true competitor. He is taking over a more established program at Doan, so it will be exciting to see what Coach Odoricio can do in a competitive GPAC conference. Odoricio is a native of Omaha and a former professional soccer player and standout for Creighton University. It is great to have him back in the state of Nebraska. The MPA Heartbreaker Tournament is on February 19th through the 21st. Registration closes on February 10th or when the club reaches 100 teams. The 3v3 tournament is open to all ages and ability levels. Check their website for more details. Today and tomorrow, Sporting Omaha FC and Gretna Elite Academy have their college ID camps for their boys players. This is something they have started in recent years and is absolutely the way forward. The more clubs work together in our community, the better the environment will be for college coaches to recruit them and the better environment it will be for our players. The way that Sporting Omaha FC and Gretna Elite Academy are doing this makes sure that their players from both clubs can compete fairly and safely while also getting exposure to the top programs around the region. Finally, I want to highlight Sporting Omaha FC's Project United campaign to collect used soccer equipment and clothes. I put a link in the description so you can donate to this great cause, but this is an amazing project and the club has partnered with two amazing organizations in the Sports Broad Project and the Football for the World Foundation. It would be great to see the community of Omaha come together and support both Sporting Omaha FC's Project United campaign as well as the two great organizations they're partnered with. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you are interested in becoming a sponsor of Nebraska Soccer Talk podcast or website, please reach out to nebraskasoccertalk at gmail.com. If you are one of our loyal listeners and would like to support, click the link in the episode description for more information. Be sure to tune in next week as we highlight the top level of women's soccer in Nebraska and some of our state's Division I teams officially kick off their season of competition. Thank you for listening, and as always, please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share.